and welcome, my friends, to another edition, number 392 of the Daily Gator Daily Thought Podcast. If you're left, you just ain't right, and you're never going to be. So get right. Go right. Get right. See how easy it is, folks. Uh, let's start off with... Uh, A lot of good stuff today. Let's start off with a race pimp running into a video of him exposing him for being fake, phony, fallacious, and full of, well, I think you know what I mean. One of the uh, Tennessee Three members who got uh, in trouble for acting like complete jackasses in the the Tennessee uh, capital there. Uh, pretending they cared about gun violence, uh, trying to get guns away from people, trying to disarm uh, average citizens because they're leftists. Uh, one of those members, Justin Pearson, who has been put back in the legislature, by the way, one of the ones screaming and running around and all the left pretending he's a victim of racism because he's black. He's not a victim of racism. He's not in trouble because he's black. He's a loudmouth little punk who was an agitator. It was all a stunt to get uh, to get booted by the legislature. Not they, these two black gentlemen have been put back. Uh, there was a woman who was never kicked off of it. But it was a, a stunt so they could say, oh, racism, racism, racism. And, of course, the left falls for this because the left truly believes everybody in America is racist somehow. They are obsessed with it. These are mouth-breathing, knuckle-dragging morons, if there ever have been, my friends. The the leftist tools that have been marching out to the same marching order from the left for decades now, and they just can't help themselves. They really just can't help themselves. Uh, because apparently they never evolve. They never learn anything. Uh, but on Twitchy, uh, this... Uh, this uh, Tennessee Congressman Justin Pearson has been busted as uh, what some are calling a total fraud in uh, pretty spectacular fashion. Now, odds are that unless you live in Tennessee, this is Sarah D. writing it twitchy, you probably hadn't heard of Democratic State Representative Justin Pearson until last week when he and two Democrat colleagues were expelled after leading a pro-gun control protest or insurrection, if you prefer. There was some, you know, if the right had done this, the left would be screaming it's an insurrection right now. They'd be standing on their heads, beating their feet with with sticks and screaming about insurrection. Uh, On the House floor, again in Nashville, Tennessee, a few days after the deadly mass shooting at the Covenant School in Nashville. Uh, But these days, the so-called Tennessee Three are enjoying their moment in the media sun and are basically household names because the media is never going to expose them. The media is never going to ask the question, maybe could they have pulled this stunt just to play the race card? The answer, of course, would be yes. But the media is never going to ask ask that question, my friends. That brings us back to Justin Peterson. Talk about an interesting dude. We had no idea until recently he was such a dynamic speaker. Now, if you've heard Justin Pearson lately, you've heard him on TV talking about the grave injustice that was done to him. 
you know, he, uh, he sounds very, uh, the angry, bitter black preacher voice, if you know what I'm talking about. That, that type of left-wing bogus uh, language that uh, port- portrays racism as absolutely everywhere in America. Black people are constantly oppressed. Everybody's against them. It's horrible. It's terrible. America needs to change. It's no different than Reconstruction. It's no different than Jim Crow. All this BS the left has uh, spewed for years. There's a, uh, a quote from him, and there's a little clip on uh, Twitter. It's under Woke Preacher Clips, at Woke Preacher TV on Twitter. And this is Mr. Pearson uh, quoting a man named James Cone. Um, and he says during his speech, Jesus is black. We could also say Jesus is gay. And any other identity being humiliated. Jesus is a black woman. Jesus is a way of talking about God's solidarity with people who are hurt and despised. So is Jesus gay or is he a gay black woman? We need specificity here. You know, I've read the Bible. And uh, I've never read anywhere where the Bible says Jesus was, was gay or a gay woman, or a gay black woman, or left-handed, or couldn't drive an SUV. I've never heard any of this stuff. But of course, Justin Pearson doesn't need facts. Now, Tennessee State Representative Justin Pearson also, there's a tweet, a Twitter of him, uh, speaking after he was, he was expelled from the House over participating in gun protests. He said, our lives are at stake and we're going to fight for our lives just like they're fighting for the NRA. Good Lord, how droll and absolutely boring. Uh, Then there was race pimp, soon to be king of the race pimps, Ben Crump. Uh, Action must be taken. Representative Justin Pearson is speaking for the people of Tennessee who don't want to see gun violence take the lives of innocent children. Because black gangbangers never do that, do they, Benjamin? Never. And every time a cop shoots a black gangbanger, justifiably, you show up, Benjamin Crump, and your your hack hack, uh, lawyer ambulance and sue them and try to ruin their lives because it makes you money. Uh, So you might want to look at your own house first. Instead of making money for yourself, Benjamin Crump, why don't you go out and try to address inner city violence, gangs, things like that? Oh, that doesn't make you money. That's right, of course. Uh, He says, this young man is speaking his truth to power. One of the stupidest, I hate when liberals say, it's truth to power. What the hell does that even mean? I don't know, but it sounds cool, okay? And I'm like woke and cool. And you're like an old white dude. With a gun, okay? Uh, we, just, we must demand he be reinstated back to the legislature. He was, by the way, as I've referenced. Uh, but if I can play this loud enough where it can be. But anyway, he's got the, I can't get the volume up enough. Black uh, victim voice, the preacher voice. Oh, we suffer so much, that kind of thing. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, 
Peachy Keenan on Twitter. Uh, she's just peachy, by the way. Caught this and, and tweeted this. She says, amazing how Justin Pearson learned that crazy fake Southern preacher accent just a few years after his Brooks Brothers prep school days at Bowden. He was so oppressed he went to Bowden College. I bet it's not cheap to go to Bowden College. But because he was such a victim of racism, Justin Pearson got to go there. Huh. He's like Hilaria Baldwin of Al Sharpton clones. And in the clip, he's, uh, he's speaking very, very, very differently. Uh very the black southern preacher lingo if you know what i'm talking about now all me therese writes on twitter justin pearson was a normal middle class clean cut black college student in 2016 when he ran for a bsg president he spoke about bringing together liberals and conservatives to meet in the quote radical middle and wax lyrical about the importance of hearing every voice and if you play that clip, you notice there is no fake Southern preacher accent. Completely different. In other words, Mr. Pearson, his, uh, Justin J. Pearson is fake. He's phony. He's fake news, someone might say. He's putting on an act. And sadly, many, many, many on the left fall for this BS. I don't know why they continue over and over and over and over and over. Uh, it's like uh, like someone said an old talk host back on WBAP in Dallas when I lived in Texas. Uh, was it Rick Riley? I'm trying to remember the man's name. Uh, but he would focus on this a lot. He said, you know, these people... Black people elect these representatives. They show up every year at Christmas and give away a turkey or two and their big expensive car. The potholes never get fixed. Their promises never get met. No good is done for the black community. No good is done for these neighborhoods. And yet the same people keep voting for them. When are you going to stop voting for shysters? When are you going to stop voting for hucksters? When are you going to stop voting for for con men like Justin Pearson. There's no reason for it. They're not doing anything for you. They do things for themselves. You're stuck in the same neighborhood with the same rate of crime, with the same stuff and potholes and terrible uh, streets. You're stuck with the same problems and they're getting fat and rich and they're doing nothing for you. To every person who lives in these neighborhoods, stop voting for Democrats. Hell, give it a try. The Republican might not be any better, but see if it maybe it changes some things. Quit voting for the same people like Justin Pearson, who absolutely is one of the fakest human beings on the planet. And there's evidence. Just go to twitchy, twitchy.com and... Uh, Again, the title of the, the post is Awkward. Tennessee 3 member Justin Pearson busted as total fraud in pretty spectacular fashion. And see how his, his, his uh, tone of voice and his accent and everything, it just changes magically. I mean, I do some voices on this show to try to be entertaining. 
but I don't go out and give speeches to rile people up and use some fake accent. Do I? No, I don't. Now let's move on, my friends. Let's move on to something that is was really twin, uh, trending, I think, on Twitter. I know there's a lot of tweets about this one that went on there this morning. I wanted, I go to Twitter every morning, a lot of good information. I want to see what the real hardcore Trump nuts are doing, who Trump can do no wrong. He's God, basically. He's the only person he'll ever vote for for president again. If he wins in 2024, what do they do in 2028? I guess they'll never vote again. But they're all, they've been on DeSantis for no reason, truly unjust. DeSantis is out there fighting the conservative fight, probably better than any other governor in the country, with apologies to uh, the Texas governor, who I'm also going to talk about today. But in all seriousness, it is disturbing the things they say about DeSantis that aren't true. And when you try to talk to them, engage them, say, hey, look, they lose their minds. So it's kind of funny, I guess, that we get this from Trump. And Trump is the way Trump is. And the most important thing you need to know about Trump is that he won in 2016, and then, by God, he did put America first, and it benefited this country. He'd probably do it again. So I'm going to gladly match my, uh, march my happy white ass out to the polling place, and I will vote for Trump if he's a nominee. I'll vote for DeSantis. I would say I'd vote for Nikki Haley or, or uh, anybody else who might run, uh, but Nikki Haley doesn't have a, ch- a snowball's chance in hell. Neither does uh, Asa Hutchinson. Yeah, we're going to vote for you, buddy, please. So it's going to be Trump or it's going to be DeSantis. Right now, I would predict Trump. Uh, but Trump had a very interesting exchange about the one of the biggest Marxists out there that, that's in a position of power in America, Gavin Newsom, Governor Hare Jail, who is an absolutely horrid human being. He's about as pompous and arrogant as a, as a communist can be. And yes, basically he's a communist. Uh, but... Uh, Donald Trump was interviewing with Tucker Carlson. I'm going to say the name again, Tucker Carlson, because the left loses their mind. They hate Tucker Carlson. He exposes too many inconvenient things about the left, and the media can't stand it. Uh, but here's the exchange. Trump said, I used to get along, uh, get along great with him, Gavin Newsom. When I was president, we got along really good. Tucker Carlson responds, wait, you got along with Gavin Newsom? Trump, I did. I really did. He was always very nice to me. He said the greatest things. He would say things like he's really doing a great job. Tucker responds, about you? And Trump says, about me. That's why I could never hit him, because he was so nice to me. And a lot of people are saying, hey, uh, why are you sucking up to uh, Governor Hairjail? Why aren't you attacking him like you're attacking DeSantis? Hell, you should be attacking people like Newsom. He's one of the worst boils on the ass of America, quite frankly. He's a terrible governor. His policies reek of communism. Uh, He's a big government. Tax, 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 tax. Regulate, regulate, regulate. Thug, basically. He's horrible. He's terrible. During COVID, he was horrible and terrible. 
It was like he was embracing his inner uh, dictator during COVID. Shut the beach down. Shut this down. Shut that down. Uh, where's my hair gel? Uh, but again, I think this is just the way Trump is. He's got a big ego, probably too big. But uh, a lot of people are saying, hey, uh, and Trump fans, the, the real hardcore Trump supporters, the people that think he literally can do nothing wrong, everybody can do something wrong, my friends, even me. Even my dogs, even the best dogs I've had could do wrong things. And yes, any of them would be better governors than Gavin Newsom. But it's kind of comical to, uh, to rib the, uh, the Trump fanatics, okay? If you're a Trump fan, I'm a Trump fan. I hope he is president again, uh, because I think if he's president again in 2024, we can get DeSantis for eight years, and maybe we can start building things, my friends. And I want, want you to contemplate something. I thought of this this morning. If you say, if it's not if Trump's not the nominee, I hear this increase, and you're just not going to vote. You will help Democrats win. Now, imagine something... Well, imagine that, uh, you know, we had Bill Clinton for eight years, two terms, and Al Gore damn near won the presidency. What if Al Gore had won in 2000? What if he had won again in 2004? Then we would have had Obama for 2008-2012. And what if Hillary had won in 2016 and then again in 2020? How bad would this country be off right now? Would it, we even be a shell of our former selves after all those communists, socialist, left-wing basket cases put this country through absolute hell? You don't think elections matter? They matter. How much damage could that line of presidents have done to this country? Literally, you can go back and say from 1993 to right now, had we had nothing but liberal Democrat presidents, so don't tell me this election doesn't matter. Don't tell me you're not going to vote if this one doesn't win the nomination or that one doesn't win the nomination. Do yourself a favor. Do your country a favor. Put it first and nut up. It's probably going to be Trump. He's probably going to be the nominee as of right now. If not, it will be DeSantis. And you're not going to vote if Trump's not the nominee? Then I would question whether you truly love this country. I think that you do. Let's all put America first and stop the infighting, my friends. Good nature ribbing, that's, that's great. But uh, we've gone a little far and a little early to be savaging each other, haven't we? Really? Really? I think so. Now, these are two stories that... Well, I'm going to get into the uh, the more serious one right now. A New York Magazine senior writer. Uh, she is, uh, this is from twitchy.com. She has gone and explained how the parental rights movement is so dangerous to kids and democracy. Oh, God. We're not a democracy. She doesn't even know what a democracy is. See, it's not interchangeable with Constitutional Republic. Sorry, it's just not. Uh, this is from Sarah D. on uh, Twitchy. She writes, apparently, we missed this little gem from New York Magazine, Sarah Jones. 
over the weekend and were worse off for it because it was actually an impressive display of weapons-grade insanity with a healthy dose of projection. Uh, you're going to love this, you guys. One thing to Sarah Jones, the proper proper way to say that is you're going to love this, y'all. Okay? Rhymes with ball, y'all. Falls, it's a beautiful thing. You guys, I mean, you guys. I had a manager years and years ago when I was just learning to, to wait tables. A long time ago. Uh but I went up to it. There were six ladies went up and they said, how y'all doing today? And took their drink orders. Was he in your drinks? And the manager said, well, let me give you a hint there. Let me give you a tip. You address those ladies as y'all. That doesn't sound very intelligent. Say something that's, that, uh, I don't know, it doesn't, uh, just doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound very smart. Why don't you say you guys or something? And I said, because nothing sounds more intelligent than going to a table of women and saying, hey, you guys, right? And he just looked at me. I was leaving for another job in like two days, so I didn't care. He could have fired me right then. I'd have said, hey, whatever. But I just thought, how stupid of you, dude. Do you not understand that women aren't guys? And now look at us with the transgender stuff. See, I blame it on the Yankees saying you guys all the time. It's your fault. Your fault for saying things like you guys and give me a pop here. Can I get a pop over here? Come on, man. Yeah, it's the Yankees' fault. See, if the South would have won the war, we wouldn't be saying soda pop. We wouldn't have the transgender wars. Eh, probably would anyway. Who knows? But anyway, back to the story. Uh, NewYorkMag.com. Children are not property is the title of it. And yet she kind of wants the state to raise kids and not parents. Um. She says the parental rights movement actively threatens the safety and well-being of children and, by extension, democracy itself. Uh, state laws passed by conservative Republicans have made LGBTQ children, in particular, more vulnerable to abuse at home by practically requiring schools to out them to their parents. See, parents are just a bunch of abuse. They're just waiting for a chance to smack their kids around, beat them with belts. Lock them in their rooms. They're just weird. Parents are just all waiting for that opportunity. What an absolute idiot you are, Sarah Jones. Did you write this by yourself? Or did your mommy and daddy have to go buy you the big box of Crayolas and construction paper to, to issue forth this tissue of absolute idiocy? The denial of gender-affirming care, she writes, is another act of violence. Far-right activists invent tales of wanton surgeries on minors and irreversible hormone treatments. Actually, there's a reality show about jazz. A lot of people have remarked, there's actually facts here, Sarah Jones. You ought to stop reading the New York Magazine and start reading some other things. You might learn something. Ah, In doing so, they obscure the high suicide rate among LGBT youth who need gender-affirming care as a matter of life or death. I would argue it's the leftist people like you, Jones, Sarah Jones, who poison their minds with uh, this idea that gender is fluid and you can just change back and forth and just be yourself. And really, they make it almost a cool, chic thing to be transgender now. 
and these are kids. Their their minds they can be very easily led astray uh, by perverts and child abusers like Sarah Jones. Children who work may be exposed to adult dangers like workplace uh, injury or sexual harassment in the home and at school. Children must also fear gun violence. They just want to use that expression every five seconds. In the name of the Second Amendment, adults who encourage the proliferation of guns do so knowing well that children will die. In their hierarchy, the adult right to a gun is worth more than the child's right to live. Reduced to the level of a collectible or beloved pet, the child is not a person to the right. Sarah Jones, you you seriously should go see a team of psychiatrists. Truly. Only the unborn are spared the rights cruelty. Conservatives claim personhood for the fetus who cannot disobey and requires nothing but a womb. The fetus is more valuable than the child because the fetus is a means to win in the subjugation of women. Yeah, she took the crazy train and she's staying on that sucker. And she's not taking a return trip. <coughs> Once born, a child's value depreciates. The parental right to train the child takes precedence of the child's basic rights. <coughs> Sorry, basic rights. So basically, she thinks if you're a parent and you teach your child values and those values disagree with her values, you're a child abusing radical uh, gun lover who loves dead kids. That's basically what she's calling you. Even if a child goes to public school, chronic underfunding deprives many children, especially in poor areas of a sound education. In much of the country, trans youth aren't treated like people in medical needs, uh, with medical needs, but political targets. This is ownership, and the U.S. rarely interferes. There is one exception to the rights belief and absolute parental rule. Trans-affirming parents. A defiant parent is a threat to the right. They've stepped out of place and must be subdued. So basically, this absolute walking bag of idiocy is saying if you're a parent, you're a child, and you want control over your child's education, you want to know about uh, your child being talked to about gender affirming things, you think you as the parent should know, you're weird. You're you're a you're an evil dictator wannabe. But. Killing the baby in the womb is perfectly fine. It's, it's glorious, in fact. And the state taking over and telling a child how to grow up, then that's okay, too. Sarah Jones, you're a sick person. A deeply disturbed sick person. And I'm not kidding. Now, my friends, this is, uh, this is kind of a fun one. Also from Twitchy. This is from Brett T., Here's a hot take. Texas Governor Greg Abbott endorses the murder of black people. This is one of these headlines that the left loves to put out. It sounds like Joy Reid would say something like this. As Twitchy reported a couple days ago, Daniel Perry, who's a U.S. Army sergeant and Uber driver, was found guilty of murder after he shot into an armed mob that surrounded his car during a Black Lives Matter protest in Austin, Texas in 2020. At all this time, we were told that guns like the AK-47 were weapons of war and no, had no place on the street, but it was apparently okay to have one and to point it at an Uber driver. It was a riot, after all. 
Texas Governor Greg Abbott released a statement saying that he was working as swiftly as Texas law allows to pardon Perry. Basically, what happened was he was an Uber driver. I think he took a wrong turn, ended up in a mob. His car was getting blocked. His car, he was, again, who wouldn't be afraid when you got a mob surrounding your car? And someone, his version is, someone pointed a rifle at him. This rifle uh, was a AK-47. He was armed. He, re, he shot and killed a man with the AK-47 who he felt was threatening his life. But in Austin is the liberal armpit. Actually, I was caught what is. Austin is the, the asshole of Texas. The leftist asshole of Texas. Because all leftists are assholes. Okay? Not, a, not all assholes are leftists, but all leftists are assholes, my friends. Uh, the man was convicted. He's an Army veteran, by the way. And now the Texas governor, as he has the power to do, is working to pardon him. Because it was an unjust verdict, he believes. And again, governors pardon people. That's one of the things that I guess pretty much every every governor does at one point, or at least in their uh, tenure as uh, as a governor. Uh, Greg Abbott tweeted out, I'm working as swiftly as Texas law allows regarding the pardon of Sergeant Perry. Now the story gets good right here. The Texas governor does not have the complete power to pardon under Texas law, but he can suggest to the parole board, and he has asked the parole board to pardon this, this gentleman, turn over the sentence, and so he can be a free man. So again, that is the right of the Texas governor, whether he's right, whether he's wrong. The fun part comes here. And no, it's not the fact that Kyle Rittenhouse at a uh, at riots that was happening uh, in uh, Wisconsin. Uh, not that he had a rifle. He was attacked and he shot people who were attacking him, trying to kill him in self-defense. And it was ruled self-defense. He was acquitted of murder charges. It's not odd that the left is, is okay with this guy with an AK-47 threatening to shoot somebody. No, it's, it's not their hypocrisy there. The really fun part is this. Uh, the gentleman who's incarcerated, who was convicted, who the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, is trying to get pardoned, he, <laughs> he's a white guy. And the person who shot him was a white guy. So there's no racial element here. It was one white person shooting and killing another white person. Okay, so the, the Uber driver, who's white, was threatened. He felt lethally threatened by another white guy with an AK-47. He used his pistol to shoot and kill the man. He was arrested, charged. He was convicted of murder for killing this other white man. Both men are white. Caucasian, not not black, not Hispanic, not Asian, not American Indian, uh, white. Okay, crackers. Now, that seems pretty pretty reasonable, right? I mean, who could mess that up with their eagerness to 
uh, to be a pundit and to expose the ugly side of American racism. Well, it would have to be somebody that either works for MSNBS or is a, a frequent guest on panels for MSNBS. And it would have to be somebody with A, no brain at all, B, no moral character at all, <laughs> and look at this. Uh, you may not have heard the name Kurt Bardella, uh, but he stepped right in and said, yeah, I'll be your dummy. I'll do it. I'll do it. Put me on those one there, there panels. I'll do it. That's right. Uh, he tweeted about Governor Abbott trying to get the man pardoned again for killing another white man. Two white men. Two white men enter. One threatens one with an AK-47. The other one responds and shoots and kills the other white guy. Both white guys. Could not be more plain. Here comes Kurt Bardella. He's on MSNBS uh, panels, you know. I'm an expert. I'm a media giant. I'm an impartial, of course. Uh, Kurt Bardella went on Twitter and he wrote this. This is the governor of Texas endorsing the murdering of black people. Uh, what? The man who shot and killed the other man was white, Kurt. The guy who was shot and died was white. That's two white people, Kurt. Uh, I don't know. There was no black person shot. A black person didn't shoot anybody. Nobody shot a black person. Two white guys, Kurt. Two white guys. Could it be that, Kurt Bardella, you are such a stupid, simple-minded son of a bitch, excuse my French, that you just couldn't, couldn't, couldn't wait to race pimp. You couldn't wait to, wait to play the race card because you're a scumbag on leftist who, not the scumbag leftist, it takes a special kind of stupid scumbag leftist to be invited to be on MSNBS. Let's be honest. If, if Stalin was still around, he would even have an issue with MSNBS. That's how evil they are. So Kurt Bardella uh, tweets out that this is the governor of Texas endorsing the murdering of black people. Because Greg Abbott's a conservative. He's the governor of Texas. He's trying to get someone who committed an evil act of self-defense. So Kurt Bardello forgets about the, the weapon of war, the, quote, weapon of war, the uh, high-capacity magazine and the assault rifle, the AK-47. They forget that the white guy with all those things pointed his gun at someone. And he was shot by the other person in, in the act of self-defense, basically. The other the other guy, an Uber driver, is thinking he's going to kill me, and he shot first and killed the man. That's what we have, self-defense. But in Texas, with a Republican governor who's now trying to get the man pardoned, well, it has to be racism. So this is the go uh, governor of Texas, he wrote, endorsing the murdering of black people. He continued, if you don't see the connection between the Texas governor pardoning someone who murdered someone participating in a protest about social justice and how that sends a signal that shooting people of color is endorsed by the state, you are part of the problem. You know, I got to say, I, I've often 
often thought to myself that if I had to pick the biggest leftist asshole in the world, it would be Keith Olbermann, the most unhinged Keith Olbermann, the most likely to, uh, to just explode with fake rage, Keith Olbermann. It might be Kurt Bardella. Kurt, you're not very bright, are you? So, again, uh, Jim Treacher, jimtreacher.substack.com, uh, he posted a picture of the man who was shot and the man who shot and killed him uh, at that riot in Texas. And let me see here. I'm looking. Uh, there's even words here in the tweet from Jim Treacher. It says, on the left is the black person who was shot by the guy on the right. By God, they're both right. The guy who was shot and killed actually has blue eyes. He's pretty uh, red beard. Looks like he might be, uh, might have been of Irish descent. Uh, community notes that Twitter has now that corrects things that are in, in error or grievous lies, like in this case. Garrett Foster was not black. He was a man that was shot and killed. He was not black. See, Foster, 2B, was killed in downtown Austin Saturday night. Foster, who was white. Did you hear me, Kurt Bardella? White. Caucasian was crossing an intersection and visibly carrying an AK-47 rifle, which is legal in Texas, when Perry drove toward the crowd. From the Texas Tribune, by the way. Texas Tribune is not exactly a conservative publication, just, just to say. Uh, so it was actually corrected. And Kurt Bardella, as far as I can see, hasn't come on Twitter again and said, you know, I blew it, I'm sorry. I let y'all down. I, I'm going to not say or tweet anything for a few days. I'm going to seek therapy or go into rehab or whatever the hell the leftist idiots do when they get caught lying and being assholes. Um, so there you go. Carl Bardella, Marxist moron of the year so far, my friends. It's, it takes a special kind of tool, Kurt, to do what you did and not own up to it. Do you have no nuts? Do you have absolutely no testicles? You're not big enough to say, you know what? I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta fix this. I blew it. I need to apologize. No. Hell, I remember writing something uh, for uh, the Ellis County Press back before it was ever even I had a blog, anything else back in the mid '90s, and I, I found out a, a week or so after I wrote it that there was a quote that wasn't really, uh, shouldn't have been an att uh, given attribution to the person it was given. So I, that was in the Dallas Morning News. I just kind of wrote what the Morning News reported. But I had to argue with my editor of the small paper that I should write in my next column uh, how I had reported that and it wasn't true. That's how bad I felt. Because I got part of the story wrong. I didn't get it wrong. The morning news, Dallas Morning News got it wrong. But I felt like since I had written an op-ed piece about it, it was my duty to say, you know what, this isn't exactly right. And he said, you don't have to do that. You didn't do anything wrong. You quote, I said, yeah, but I feel bad about it. Apparently, Kurt Bardella, apparently he's not as uh, evolved as I am. Apparently, you're... Uh, you just don't care if you tell the truth, Kurt. What a weasel. Absolute weasel. 
um, there's another another person uh, called Mumbo Jumbo uh, at Mumbo Jumbo on Twitter that says, not knowing about the situation, I decided to look it up in order to find out who was involved and who was shot. I have officially done more to validate my knowledge about this than Kurt has. Way to go, Kurt Bardella. What a loser. Uh, what the hell are you talking about? There were no black people involved in the shooting. That's from Jess Blaine, 1122 on Twitter. Uh, Rufus, the founding father of Electro, Electro Bros, the guy aimed his gun at Perry. Police dropped charges, but Soros-funded DA prosecuted anyway. Oh, my friend of Alvin Bragg, I guess. Evidence was also withheld from the jury. And some guy, some person named Funky Pox, uh, tweeted to Kurt Bardella, Are you stupid? Well, that's a silly question. Of course he's stupid. But he, he tweeted, Are you stupid? Do you know anything about what happened here? Uh, Ken at Danik98, why haven't you deleted this yet? Uh, Volpe's Volpe's, uh, exhaustive list of your due diligence steps before writing this tweet. <laughs> In other words, Kurt Bardella's jump. He jumps. It must be a white guy, and it must be a black guy, and I must slam the governor of Texas. Uh, who's in a wheelchair, by the way? Kurt Bardella is not in a wheelchair. But mentally, he is completely incapable. Uh, the Bolsheviks love Marxism at blmmarxism.com. Kurt, I'm glad to see that you have taken the time to make yourself familiar with the basic details of the case and are not just making a knee-jerk statement based on what your political group would likely agree with. Uh, Goldie Blonde tweeted, He was railroaded by a partisan DA who refused to allow evidence from the lead investigator of the shooting which proved it was justified. It was ruled justified and in self-defense. And also, she tweeted, this is Bob's Uncle 2020. No, this is a government solidifying stand your ground. You point a gun at me. I'm not going to ask questions. I would double tap you too. This is what happened. Uh, Another person, Jaja the Great, asked Kurt to just stop embarrassing himself and delete the tweet. Yeah, you should delete that. At least address it, Kurt. Come on, man. Get, go pretend you have a set of testicles and be man enough to do the right thing. Oh, Lordy. Lordy, Lordy, Lordy. That's the left, my friends. I went a little over time. I'm sorry. I just couldn't shut myself up. <laughs> I'm so uncontrollable sometimes. God bless y'all. Remember the three golden rules of life. If you're left, you just ain't right. God bless America. And go Gators. Y'all be good. I'll talk to you tomorrow. And we'll try very hard to keep it under 30 minutes. Uh, Y'all be good. Y'all behave. Y'all have a wonderful rest of your week. And uh, don't get too crazy out there, okay? Be good, my friends. God bless.